I remember when I first joined college, I was the super passionate student who wanted to get the highest marks possible in the class. In other words, to be the best in the class. So I would come to every single class. And in my first semester, I guess I did not even miss a single class. And when the time for finals would come, I would study every single thing. There is nothing wrong with this method of studying. Indeed, it really works. I actually got one of the highest GPAs in the class, if not the highest. There were a hundred people in my class and it's really hard to keep the track. Anyways, the frustrating part was that the exam paper would focus only on the 20% of the thing that we have learned during the semester. And if you can get these 20% right, you can get A without even going through those endless notes and tutorials. Of course, you can argue that you should not study for the sake of getting A, but rather than you should study to learn. And that's a very solid point, and that's the reason why I was studying everything. But the problem with that is that by the next semester, I would forget most of what I have learned, and I won't even remember the final paper questions. So the question that I was asking is, why would I put all that effort just to get A when there is an alternative option, where I can achieve the same results with much, much lesser effort? So what I did in the next semester is that, first of all, I skipped all the classes that I thought were not very important. I pretty much saved a lot of time where I could do more important things rather than just sitting in a class that's completely useless. I think I'm exaggerating. Let's say almost useless. And during the class, I would note down what the lecture would emphasize more. And by the end of the semester, I basically studied only the focus areas that the lecture has given and the notes that I have taken down. And pretty much with the half of the time that I have spent in my first semester, I ended up getting the same results. Since then, I kept doing the same thing and my grades are pretty high. And that's exactly what the 80-20 principle rule is about. It basically tells you that, listen, 20% of your work gets you 80% of the results. When it comes to the exam paper, like in my case, that means 80% of the final paper question comes from 20% of the syllabus. And this principle applies pretty much to everything. 80% of a value of a book comes from 20% of its content. When it comes to YouTube, 80% of views and subscribers come from 20% of videos. 20% of humans consume 80% of world resources. 80% of cigarettes are consumed by 20% of smokers. And the list goes on. What I'm trying to point out here is that if you really want to take out the maximum advantage out of your time, then you have to work with an 80-20 principle. Whether you are getting ready for finals or working on a project, this really helps. And I think the quote that says, don't work hard, but work smart, actually came out from this principle. It doesn't really mean that it's always going to be 80-20 principle. It could be 70-30 or 90-30, whatever. The bottom line is that most of the results come from minority causes. You can also apply this when it comes to a business. Let's take a look at a company like Apple. They have quite a good number of products. iPhone, MacBook, iWatch, Apple TV, iPod. They're all great products, but they do not equally contribute to the company. Indeed, iPhone alone stands for more profit than all these products combined. The point here is that it's wiser for Apple to focus on developing the iPhone than the iPod, for example. So if you're in business, it's wiser for you to focus on those tiny number of products or services that generate most of the revenue. Thanks guys for watching. This was a short introduction of 80-20 principle rule. If you like this video, hit the like button. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new to this channel and see you guys in the next video.